Wins lunch. Wins lunch. Wins lunch. Oh no. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Wins Lunch. I'm your favorite and only host, Spencer. <laughs> only host? <laughs> I, I am Matheson, the other host. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we're coming to you live. I'm coming to you live from Hawaii once again. Where are you coming from? Where are you, where are you coming from live? I'm coming from a very rainy Los Angeles. You know, it's very rainy here too. So this is a rainy uh episode of wins lunch i have a kick-ass balcony behind me though i'm not gonna lie to you Ooh, i do see that yeah yeah hell yeah i don't but i have a nice wall tell the people that you have a balcony yeah it's a really nice balcony it's beautiful it's a brand new balcony yeah. off the back of his house it's so fucking fire <laughs> uh friend we're here once again it's been it's it, dude, it's been a week since we, I think we've recorded an episode, which is kind of a long time for us. And we are now in the era of Silk Sonic, baby. I'm going to leave the door open. Oh, shit, dude. I've been so in. I've listened to it probably like, honestly, a realistic like 25 times, I bet, which I feel like is kind of a lot. I mean, it's an amazing song. It's crazy because the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, great. I'm yeah. very glad this is here. I really fell in love with it the third and the fourth listen. Yeah. I think the video did it for me. Like that just like creates the vibe, obviously. The video is great. And then it's so cool. It's retro, uh, which is obviously part of my aesthetic and I'm in love with yeah. it. But dude, the thing that's the coolest about that video, by the way, we're talking about Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pac, their their new duo uh, band, I guess you could call it. Their new single, Leave the Door Open. Fantastic if you haven't heard it. Then this is not a sponsor. I wish it was. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. The video yeah. is so cool. Like the song in the video is so cool because I bet you this is like their soft single. Like this isn't oh, their yeah. like banging, right. you know, radio single. This is like, hey, we're Silk Sonic and we're here, baby. And the video is almost like it's so cool, but it's also reserved. It's very reserved. It's in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of stuff happens. They're just a band playing. Right. And it makes you, it's He's so smart, Bruno, especially because it makes you want more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and they, the and they've, yeah. And they've said like multiple times that they're like, yeah, we don't, we're not telling you when the next song's coming out. Like we're just going to, feel what happens with this one and then we'll release the next one we want to i'm like damn i know i was up i was seven o'clock hawaii time because that's midnight east coast time yeah and i and i was on new music friday and i was looking and i was like fuck no new no new silk sonic (laughs) i thought it was gonna come a week later (laughs) i know i was excited man and it's uh it was so cool and this is probably doesn't need to be said but like i watched you know a handful of those interviews and stuff and they obviously but they they really know like what they're talking about and what they're doing you know they really know the history and the tradition of the music and especially that style and not that i didn't think that that was true but it was really cool just like to i guess be reassured that i was like oh you guys like actually know your shit you know it's not just like some mystery producer behind the scenes or whatever you know yeah that and and i think this the thing that i love the most about bruno mars especially and i do love anderson pock and i think he just adds to everything oh Uh, yeah 
the number one thing I love about Bruno Mars in general is, and he shows it time and time again, he's not, he's not a fad artist. He's not, um, he's not trying to make a sound that that's popular. No hate to anybody who is. Cause I, I sure as hell have done it still, you know, do on some songs. Yeah. He goes to the beat of his own drum. He does what he loves. He takes his ins- inspirations, James Brown, little Richard, eighties music, nineties uh, R and B puts it all into one baby and puts it out. And he, he's the definition of like a, of like a true timeless star. And that's something oh, that absolutely, like yeah. on a way smaller level, way smaller. I, I relate to, and I aspire to be because I find myself in all these worlds and, and around all these artists and I don't relate to all of them all the time. Yeah. And it's because I have this like timeless element, not even because I try to have a timeless element because I think it just naturally is in you if you do. Yeah. I mean, if and, that, if that comes naturally to you, then that's, then that's great. And I think like, you know, similarities too. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your, up your keister as they say, but I know who that, says that. <laughs> You know, they do. Nine-year-old uh, woman. Women. <laughs> yeah, blow smoke up your keister. I didn't mean to blow smoke up your keister. Um, hop, but, hop on the trolley. <laughs> we need to go get some twine. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why that just seems like a thing you need when you're 90. But um, no. You need I, as much twine as you can get your fucking hands on. <laughs> you need boatloads of twine, damn it. <laughs> Grandma, we need food. We need electricity. I know you don't. You only need twine, twine tacos, twine. It's going to go way too far. Twine bathtub. Um, you're, you're trying to say your thought and all. And I, I think we're a little goofy because we are off the Dezos right now. Oh, dude. Um, I got I got a nice I got a nice Dezo sparkling super fruit water. That what, flavor, just, what flavor do you have? Well, I downed a cactus and I'm now on a watermelon. So oh, what about you? I'm doing a watermelon right now. It's the be- It might be the best one. I think watermelon's the best one. Yeah. yeah. Shouts to, Ke- to Dezo, the official drink of Wednesday lunch. Back to your thought. All I'm trying to say is <laughs> that I think in that realm of like, I think a necessary part of being timeless or what you're saying is like, is a, is a good balance of knowing the tradition and the history of the music and then also trying to push it forward, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like still paying homage to the people yes. that have come before, but you're also not like Bruno, Bruno. Yeah. He's inspired by James Brown, Prince, all those kind of people, but he doesn't want to be those guys. You know, it's like, he wants to be Bruno and mm. do his thing. Well, I know, but we, like we all part, part of us, <laughs> part of me wants to be Elvis and part of me wants to be Prince and all these people. But but I agree with you, and I, I also like the way that you pronounce homage, homage, homage. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But I think like you moving it forward and taking your inspirations and kind of just making it today, but still timeless. Yeah, has a lot to do with just like you know, as much as I write songs every day, and as much as I'm in, I'm just like in this world in 2021. So like naturally, I just push things to 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 modern types of music because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm, you know, I, that's what you're surrounded by. Yeah. Like you're seeing that literally on, like, I'm surrounded by it and so. I'm in, I'm ingesting 
music that I don't even like because I want to listen to to what's hot right now. I'm ingesting, yeah, you know, Takashi Six Nine and and whatever <laughs> songs are hot right now. Yeah, I can't believe that's my example. The little baby, <laughs> and uh, and Da Baby, yeah, and uh, Baby <laughs> yeah, Justin Bieber, just- and. <laughs> I love that there's Dub Baby and Lil Baby. Takashi 69. And <laughs> also Lil, Lil, Lil Baby just feels hard. that just feels redundant of a name, but I guess there are little babies. My name's Lil Baby. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Dub Baby. My name's Lil Baby. Lil Baby. <laughs> that was an old lady again. <laughs> I ain't a little baby and I like twine. I need some twine. <laughs> um anyways. Anyways, uh I I jotted down a couple things because I realized oh, it's yeah. been a while, Matheson, since we have done any tour stories. Oh. Now I think that's because of the pandemic and yeah. us not feeling like we tour anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I got fucking news for you. We still tour and we're going to be oh, touring dude. as soon as you put a needle in my arm and pump me full of lead. <laughs> <laughs> pump me full of anything, dude. If you can get me back out on the road, I, I don't even care. Dude. Pump me full of fucking mozzarella cheese for all I care. <laughs> pump me full of full of pepper jack cheese, dear. <laughs> Hey, Gary, pump hey, me Gary. full of pepper jack cheese, Gary. <laughs> Whatever gets me back out there on the road gear, just, just fire that bad boy into my veins. I don't care what it is. Oh, man, we've lost all listeners. I don't care. Pump my, pump my face full of breadcrumbs, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man I'm crying oh dear <laughs> anyway we're, we're gonna talk about something i jotted down some some overall tour thoughts right okay god dude it's good to be back with you man i'm sorry i guess i'm laughing cheers man yeah baby cheers cheers to the webcam <laughs> good to be back with you um yeah, man. Back to our thought. <laughs> I wrote down some tour thoughts. Okay. Now, the first, the overall, the overarching theme of this tour story is, I think this is tour stories number three. Yes. Is the year 2016. Now, if you know anything. Oh, okay. This is probably like one of the most enjoyable worst years of my life. It is by far the worst year of my career. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the hardest, the, uh, the, should I, mo- should I give up year of my career? But we also had some really good times. We had some really funny times. We had oh, some dude. good adventures. Um, yes. So I, I don't want you to think that I'm miserable this whole year when I'm going through these stories, the listeners. Well, uh, and you know, I, I don't even, I don't feel negative about any of it. I mean, because I feel like that, I mean, that's the grind, baby. That's the grind. So I, I, I don't feel negatively about it either. Yeah. I, I just like, you know, there are some poor decisions made on like <laughs> yeah. branding, clothes, music, covers, tour Hair. opportunity, like all, 
yeah. literally all of it is bad. <laughs> yeah. We had some yeah. good times. Um, so that's the overarching theme is 2016. Okay. Now, one thing, I, you know, I'm scrolling through my phone and I'm looking at that year. You know how you can go to like you yeah, know, yeah, time yeah. and you can go to year. And I'm going to burp. <sighs> I'm back. Nice. Thanks for listening to that burp. Um, so this, so we went on a couple tours that year and these tours weren't great. These tours <laughs> were not fantastic. A lot of fun, but we were opening for a band and I've said this in, in previous episodes, opening for a, uh, you know, a duo. It's, it's no secret. The duos round two crew. They're great dudes. Yeah. I like mean, you may know of them. You may not. They were, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're still a band, but they were like a rap pop duo. Great guys. So we're opening for them. And you know, it's like, they're probably not big enough to have a headline show in some cities and some cities they totally are, but we're headlining all around the Midwest. Right. And we're opening for them. Right. We really don't have any business opening for them. <laughs> and we don't have any business. I'm, I'm just be, you know, I'm being mm-hmm. honest, man. No, I agree. That's why I'm laughing. I had not really any fans. They didn't have any fans. Like it just, I mean, they did have fans. Look, I'm digging myself in a hole. We all had fans. <laughs> yeah. It just was like a, it was a very small tour. And right. there were a handful of cities that we had no business touring in. And all the people that came to see us in those cities were from the cities that we could bring fans in. Right. Fucking walking on eggshells here. <laughs> no, I, I don't mean, wanna, it, I don't. You don't have to. I mean, it, it was what it was. They were, it wasn't. I just don't want to get an angry DM. Like, how dare, like, you don't. No, uh, I, I understand. Know. Yeah. I, I appreciate and love everybody who's been with me on the journey thus far. Thank you. I love you. Just want to throw that in there. There you go. Um, yes. So when I first get this tour, it's, it's, you know, it's my second tour ever, essentially regional tour. And the first thing I do is I have no money in my bank account, (laughs) but I go to like Foot Locker and I buy like four basketball jerseys of the cities that I'm going to. Hell yeah. So I can take Instagram photos in those basketball jerseys and be like, yo, Philly, you ready to turn up in three weeks? (laughs) You know, you know, like this is the time. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then I would go return the jerseys because I didn't have enough money to keep them. <laughs> but to be fair, like an Allen Iverson throwback jersey would, it was like $90. And I didn't have $90. So I don't blame you. I would buy it, wear it once, and then fold it up, put it back in the footlocker bag. <laughs> um, this, is also, this is also the same time I was, I was scrolling through these tour photos and I came across my first brand deal. My first brand deal I did was in 2016 for a protein nut butter company. Guess how much money? Just guess. I'm going to guess $200. Lower. Oh, I felt like that was low. Lower. 150s. Lower. Lower than, oh no, don't tell me like it was 75. Lower. No! <laughs> was Keep it going. 50? Lower. It was lower than 50. What are you doing? <laughs> 25 35 35 oh my gosh i got like four things worth of free protein nut butter and 35 fucking dollars <laughs> just like don't that was my me, first brand deal just like don't give me 35 dollars like that just feels I, like dude, but honestly at the time i was strapped for cash and oh, and yeah but like and then i was like oh shit this is like four hours of working for for posting one photo in 30 right. seconds horrible looking back <laughs> Yeah, but no, your your inclination was right. Two two hundred dollars is is you know, 
hardly right. anything for a brand deal. But anyway, just scrolling through. Yeah. Uh, so this tour went on. The first show we played was in Louisville, Kentucky. I think you remember this. It was a fun time. Yeah. It was in a fucking. It was in a. It was in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> it was yes. actually in a restaurant, like bar. It, it wasn't was even a bar. It was a restaurant. Right. There's tables and chairs. People like families eating meals. <laughs> there were like show. 25 <laughs> girls in front of the stage and then families. Right. <laughs> and I mean, you know, what's you know, what's funny about that, that show. And I think the next one, which was in, where was the next one? Do you remember? No. After Louisville. Shoot. Whatever the that one and the next one, I remember. I, I remember us playing well, and I remember the venues being weird, like especially that restaurant one. I was like, "Man, that we whole are, tour." Well, no, just those first two shows. Like the first two shows were like weird venues, and I remember just thought it was ironic. I was like, "Man, we are like killing right now, but we're at a freaking like family gathering restaurant." Um, it literally was a family gathering restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I will. While we are talking about this, I'll slowly look through and try oh, to find. Okay, yeah. Oh, here it is. Was it was very fast. Oh, it was actually it was actually in in Columbus, Ohio, at the Rumba Cafe. Yep. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember, I remember why that was weird too. It's because and 3 I love show. this is a three p.m. show. I love Rumba. No disrespect, one of my favorite venues. But at the time, rats had eaten through the soundboard. Remember that? <laughs> and we, so we couldn't sound check because rats ate through the soundboard. So we had to, like, we had to have somebody bring in a whole other board so we could do the show. <laughs> that is, is so gnarly. Yeah. <clears throat> and I remember playing well. I was like, fuck, we're playing well. But rats ate through the previous sound. <laughs> not, not great. <laughs> this is insane. Come. I mean, okay, so so yeah, so then that was our second show, and that was a nicer. Sh- There's a lot more people there, yeah, and that was cool. It was a day show, which was weird. Did yeah, I hate day shows unless they're like a radio, like outdoor stage. Like yeah, I hate like I hate when you're inside at a venue and it's like we're pretending that it's like night and we're turning up, yeah, but I really know. it's three thirty on a Sunday. What a weird time for a show, too. Yeah, it's the worst. Very weird. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then there was that show, and then right after that was a show in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and this was at a yeah. place, I'm looking at the poster right now, a place called that's... Neutral Zone, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's a cool name for a venue. Yeah. Guess what? Not a venue. <laughs> Not a venue. Describe describe this place, Matheson. Uh, so, a uh, quick little precursor, I remember inviting my cousin to this show, and to this day, this is the only show she's ever seen me play. And <laughs> she must think that you are just like homeless. <laughs> yeah, she's just like. So what we we walk in, and it is nothing short of an after school program, like YMCA essentially. <laughs> like, and by the way, Matheson is not like saying like it was like this. It was that. Yeah, it, it was, that. was that. And there was a literal child. <laughs> Who was the sound, per- the house sound guy? <laughs> he was 16, 17 he was, at best. Yeah. I mean, if that, like an actual <laughs> teenager was the sound guy. And luckily we had Jordan and he 
I don't know what he did, but um, and there was just like barely he a stage, through, but and it was just yeah, the it, green it was, room. It was, was so strange. Well, the well, yeah, the green room was like a like a teacher's lounge had like crayons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a teacher's lounge, yeah. and they had windows that didn't have blinds. So like we went in there, and then. You know, the eight people that bought tickets to the show were standing in front of the window, like looking at us. And I was like, where do I change? So I didn't change. And I just wore a white T-shirt and like a baseball hat on stage. It was the only time I've ever worn a hat on stage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I remember looking out and there were being like 10 girls and then my cousin and a date she brought to that show and it was their first date she was like yeah like my 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 cousin together no god no but after that she's like yeah i gotta fucking distance myself from this shit (laughs) i am not coming to any of these shows that you keep telling me to come to you know what though shouts to if if you're one of the eight people that came to that show i love you oh thank you for not making it you know, no one literally applying to nobody. Yeah. yeah. That like, if you are one of those eight people, we, we really appreciate you and we love you. Oh well, yeah. And that goes without being said, but and then I, okay. And then after that, I'm, I'm walking through this, this whole tour. All right. So that was, that was, and that was a real, real moment where I was like, fuck man. Yeah. Like we're like, we definitely lost money on this whole tour, but especially like, and even that night, like I think we sold one t-shirt <laughs> maybe like we yeah. might have not sold anything i don't even know and or a bracelet or something and you know we were staying in hotels i had to pay everybody in the band we're yeah we're really doing it and i'm like oh sick we made like 62 dollars <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i spent like 450 yeah. <laughs> to get here right <laughs> um so there's a lot of that happening but after that we play a show in akron ohio and i actually love this venue yeah once again no one there. Yeah. No one there, except for the f- seven people in the front that were going crazy. Thank you once again. Uh, I, I knew it when they did the VIP and there were three VIP people. Right. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Because you, you can get a gauge. Like, if there's like 70 VIP people, you're like, this is about to be a crazy yeah, ass this, show. This is going to be real life. Yeah. But if there's like, yeah. And then, you know, for literally for like my shows, like if there's like, if there's like 100 VIPs, we're like, gonna be a wild sold out show if oh, there's yeah. 35 vips we're like this is gonna be smaller for sure like this is gonna be smaller but still fun it's always fun with my shows yeah. three vips at this show in, in, in akron <laughs> ohio and keep in mind we're opening yeah and we go on stage and i'm just like this is a this is a open mic night at a, on a Sunday <laughs> night. Like it was yeah. just not a vibe, but those seven people went hard. Do appreciate that. Man, there was so many little things that happened at that show. Um, well, like what? So, well, I don't, these are all the first ones are the best inside joke that's ever happened that I don't, we don't need to explain to people. Oh yeah. Oh, the Mo Brown. Yeah, that's too hard to explain. It's not worth explaining, but that's maybe one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my entire life. Um, But the other crazy thing that happened, I don't want to name any names either, but 
there was a band that was opening for us. We we weren't there was like a super opener. Do you remember that? Do not do not name names. I will not name names. <laughs> but <laughs> there was a super opener and there was some very very unprofessional behavior. Like we were literally sound checking and they were trying to like set up all of their gear like while we were sound checking. And like the like they were like trying to take like my cymbals off and I'm like I'm literally playing like what is happening seriously yeah you don't remember that <clears throat> no i don't but also this tour i'm looking at the flyer and it says the the name of the tour and then featuring spencer sutherland so i'm i'm the direct support yeah well i mean and like seven person tour also like let's just be a person and like wait five minutes for us to get done with our sound check like what are you doing it was so insane <laughs> And God knows, God knows that we have been strapped for time and there's like <laughs> two minutes left, but we never take off people's symbols. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's just so insane. And yeah. yeah, I remember, I remember, I mean, in classic me fashion, I was like being too nice, but I was, I mean, I was upset, but then Jordan just like fucking went hammered down on this dude. Did he yell at him? Oh yeah. Um, which was very rightfully so. I mean, it was, it was nuts. It was just so crazy. Bro, yeah, you got you guys hide a bunch of that shit from me, which I'm grateful for. Like, yeah. you guys really deal with the mud sometimes. Yeah, and you need to get another drink. Maybe uh, here in a second. We'll see how. What's the next Sorry. show? What's the I next thought you show? Were getting it. Oh no, you're good. Um, but I was just uh, my point was is that you you deal with the mud, and then I'm at, like, what's going on? You're like, everything's good. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, cool. Let's rock out the show. Yeah. Like seven people just died in the alley, but yeah. Spencer can't know. But we got we we took care of it. Uh, well, actually, okay. So this is where the tour starts to get better. Okay, that's good. This this is where the tour yeah. really starts to take off. All right. Yeah. What's the next one? Are you staying here? Or are you gonna get a drink? I'll go get a drink. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm gonna say an ad while you're gone. What's up, everybody? Matheson's getting a drink, so it's time for the ad. Today's episode is brought to you by Dezo. Dezo is not just your average spike seltzer. It's actually pioneered a new category. Yeah, I said it. Pioneered. I know. Spiked superfruit water. That's pretty cool. These other companies, they focus on minimizing impact, like lowest calories, blah, 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 blah. But Dezo provides you with health benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, antioxidants, and also... They use gluten-free vodka. With Dezo, you know exactly what you're putting in your body. Get respectfully wild with Dezo spiked superfruit water. Also, if you want free stuff, this is huge. And this is not a joke. This is for real. You want free Dezo? Head to thefutureofdrinking.com and click on sign up for early access. All you have to put is your name, your Instagram handle, and of course, your referral wins lunch. Who in the hell doesn't like free stuff? Must be 21 plus. Dezo, the official drink of when's lunch. Matheson's back. Yeah, baby. Alrighty. Dude, that was perfect timing with the ad. That was really good timing, actually. <laughs> Save you some editing time, brother. Thank you. Um, all right. What, what what's okay. the uh what's the next? I like this. I like I like reliving these. So what's the next one? This is this is cool. We should do yeah. we, this is we should do this more for sure. Okay, so the next show, this is where the tour starts to turn around. Okay. We're in Ann Arbor. We drive four hours west to Chicago, Illinois. Now, I don't think I've ever had a bad show in Chicago. 
No, me either, actually. I just knocked on some wood. Um, there you go. Uh, you know, I've had like okay shows, but I've never like I've never been like, fuck, that was a bum doll show. Right. But Chicago is always a solid city, usually the most hype on the tour. Um, we played at the Subterranean, which is one of my favorite venues there. We actually yes. played there twice in 2016. <laughs> I know. I remember the other, the other time. Yeah. The best part about this venue is when the intro plays and you have to go to stage, you come from upstairs down a spiral staircase onto stage and yeah. nothing feels more like you're a fucking player than I when know, you're dude. just like, let me walk <laughs> down this spiral staircase and say hello to the crowd. It's the coolest ass thing in the world. Yeah, I'm sure so, it fucking feels great. It does, dude. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, you even even to go set up your drums like before yeah, the show true. starts, it's like, what's up, ladies? Walking down the spiral staircase. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey, y'all want to come up the spiral staircase? Hey. It's hard to walk up. <laughs> Metal stairs. Don't trip. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Fill my um, veins with Caesar salad I dressing, Gary. <laughs> I'm going to fill my veins with ravioli. <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody who's listening. It's a weird inside joke. Kind of, kind of inside. We just made it uh, today. It's like an inside joke. Like you're experiencing it with us. That's true. <laughs> We're in Chicago. We play the show. It's actually surprisingly great. It's surprisingly fun. Um, and we, we play the show. It's really fun. I just said that twice. Sorry. And uh, I do a cover of Pony, and that's the end of the show. And me and Jordan actually have to leave at like 4 a.m. the next day. We go to L.A., and we played a very strange, weird, like, Girl Scouts corporate uh, corporate gig. <laughs> Super fucking strange. Did it for the paycheck, for sure. Oh, yeah. Wasn't much, wasn't much of a paycheck, but definitely, like, helped offset the tour cost. <laughs> was it more than $35? Oh, it was a lot more. Thank <laughs> God. Good. Um, so we play, we, we leave the next morning really early. And this is also like the first night that, uh, you guys got absolutely rock hammered (laughs) shit faced. I was going to say that night that was St. Patty's day. Um, We didn't, we went, we went to sleep by 11. Yeah, I know you would get up early. You and Jordan had like actually like a 4 a.m. flight. I remember it was that early because we were still awake. Like when you guys. Oh, when I was like on the tarmac about to take off, I was like, yo, y'all still up? You're like, yeah, we're about to go to bed and then keep driving. I was like, wait, dude, it's it's 4 30. Yeah, we, uh, it was St. Patrick's Day. Um, completely just by coincidence, a good friend of mine from high school was in town. So, we ended up just going out and getting drinks with with her and some people, and it was uh, Andrew and Alex Mason and I, and we were <laughs> just Man. making it happen. Um, that was uh, for all you. Go ahead. I was just saying for all you OGs listening, we're gonna have Alex Mason on this podcast. Pretty soon. Oh, dude, I love Alex. Well, Thanks yeah, God. there was a. I I don't want to. I don't want to put Alex in a sticky situation, but he was a. Uh, he he. He acted and yelled a lot of a lot of things that night that I have on video, and I'm very happy that I have that on video. Was it bad? Oh no, not like not anything, uh, not anything cancelable for lack of a better term. But I just don't want to. I don't want to say anything if he doesn't want things said, you know. But um, 
That was one of his first times getting drunk too. Yeah, that's that's also very true. Oh my god, yes, that's the, that's what it was. That's why it was so crazy. Is because he had never really drank before, and we were like, we're in Chicago, like we have free hotels. Like tonight's the night. Like if you're gonna get drunk, let's do it. I totally forgot about that. Sorry, I was like totally Dude. forgot that that was that was it. Um, also, to revert back, like the first time Alex. Alex is our old photographer, videographer. He's he used to go on the road with us all, t- all the time. Hasn't been on the road with us for a couple of years now, but still a dear friend. Um, oh yeah. And if you're an OG, you know Alex. Alex, the first time he drank like alcohol, he was with us in Columbia, South Carolina, for a Girl Scout gig. Remember that? <laughs> yes. God, what was up with like me playing the Girl Scout circuit? I think it just like listen. I mean, what I, they're paying the bills, you know. Yeah, I guess that's what it was. And I remember he drank a Corona. He ordered a Corona. He was so nervous when he ordered it. Yeah. And then he took a couple of sips and he was like, "Oh, dude, I might be feeling drunk. I can't tell." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, you've had two sips and you're 210 pounds. You're fine." <laughs> yeah, I remember that because that's he was uh he was doing exactly that. Like he was asking me like permission if he could have another drink. And I was like, yeah. Oh my Alex, God. Like, that's right. You're a grown adult. Like, just however right, you let's feel. fast forward back to the tour. Sorry. Yeah. I just forgot, truly forgot about that night. But yeah. Go no, on. No, no. Keep, I mean, let's keep talking about Chicago. So we we fly off. We go to, we fly into LAX. We play this Girl Scout weird ass gig. We're there for a couple days because the tour is still happening. We, we still have to come back. The next show is in like four days. Uh, you guys have the time of your lives. You don't leave till like noon the next day and you have a horrible drive back to Columbus because you're going to go back to Columbus, yeah. hang out for a few days. And guess who drove that whole time, baby? Just you potentially just. Yeah, I was just it was I was hungover city and it was just like a slow dirge. Just like God, just drinking monsters all day. Yeah, actually, we went to Bob Evans. We went to the closest Bob Evans we could find and <laughs> ate as much food as possible and then just caffeine yeah. our way back. But Nothing says hungover like Bob Evans down on the farm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so what's what's the next date or what, where, are we, where are we going next? Columbus, right? So you guys. So you guys. No, we already went to Columbus, remember? Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. We're at Rumba. Yeah. And so we're in, we're, you, we play Chicago, you get hammered, you drive back. We're in LA. We dri- we fly back into Columbus to meet up with you guys the, the day before we leave. We're going to Pittsburgh, PA. And that is a, that is this, this show that we're going into is the best show of the tour. Yeah. I remember. Um, we played a banging show. It was the only time I ever sang my unreleased song i just gotta it was called i just gotta i remember i released it on soundcloud i I don't want to i don't want to spoil it well i think it might still be on soundcloud so whatever but um it was it was like my only release in 2016 and it's called i just gotta and i just i i uh i just gotta uh (laughs) (laughs) i i released it and i played it for the first time there and the only time there and that was a wild show. I remember I was wearing this like black cape thing, like this like weird coat cape thing. Yeah. And I took it off and I had a cut off on. This is in the stage where I was trying to like flex on stage. You got to show your abs a little bit, you know? Yeah. Lift your shirt a little bit. <laughs> God, I'm so glad I don't need that anymore. <clears throat> and banging show. We go backstage. Um, there is 
a kiss or two shared with some friends. Yeah. Walking on eggshells right now. Uh, I remember. Yeah, this was this was single time for me. Um, a kiss or two shared. A kiss or two for you. Uh, a good a good time. And then we left that night. Actually, we did. <laughs> I know. We, <laughs> I, know. Like, I just love that because it's always that's that's the grind that we're always at. It's just like, hey, you guys want to hang out and party tonight? It's like, nope, we gotta. <laughs> We got four hours of driving. So it was a good decision. I'll tell you that much. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, because that person, yeah, very good, very good that point. person uh, went on to become a mom very shortly after. That's very true. And I left that night because I had a cough. I really did. I actually like. <laughs> I like that song. That's a banger, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy that like whenever I feel like a cough or a sneeze, I'm like can't hang out hotel right now yeah i don't I, mean, I don't really hang out on tour anyway to be totally honest I, I do like i hang out with you guys but when there's like other people i'm like peace out y'all i'm gonna go sleep i mean the i think watch the, king and queens <laughs> <laughs> i think you know i and we've said this probably a million times before but you know there always is that misconception that tour is just like a yolo fest of just like beer and sex and it's just not true not at all <laughs> yeah. so far uh, from that yeah i mean i love it I, I literally don't want to do anything else with my life but it's just like it's just not that it is it's that sometimes especially the booze part but it's uh it's mo- i mean it's work it's our jobs you know yeah so. no it's 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 it is work but it's the most enjoyable work that you know i've ever i've ever encountered in my life yeah, I'm not changing anytime soon. So, could you imagine if you're just like, yeah, I want to do something else? Ugh, like, you're, I, dog, you're too deep. You're too deep. In all seriousness, like people, you know, always ask, like, if you weren't a, if you weren't a musician, like, what would you be? And I'm not being like, you know, whatever, like facetious or shitty about it. Like, I genuinely don't know. Like, I, yeah, I just this has been the only thing on my mind yeah. since I was like in middle school. Like, I really don't know. And. It's crazy because that question was asked to me for the last five years. I'd be like, oh, I don't know. I'd probably be an actor or something. Yeah. So I've become an actor <laughs> in the last year. Yeah. So what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> I've, 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 I've done my, my two things. Right. Like if you weren't a singer and an actor, what would you do now? I don't know. Jump off a fucking building. Yeah. Right. Just, just get out of here. <laughs> um like shit i mean and that's a it's a very uh it's a great feeling obviously it's amazing we have our like we 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 have our callings and we've known about our callings since you know for me five years old for you fourth grade whatever it was like yeah. we, we just know what we're gonna do for life and no matter which no matter I, which is uh well yeah and i think that's it i mean i think i honestly think that we're lucky in that regard you know i mean i know a lot of people that spend a lot of time searching for exactly what we've found and some people will honestly never find it you know but yeah um yeah anyways let's get off this freaking therapist crap where's the next city we got one more city on this (laughs) tour baby so we're we're we got two days in between these shows we drive from pittsburgh pa 
We spend the night. The next day, we drive to New York City because we're not playing in New York, but we're playing in Garwood, New Jersey at a venue called Crossroads. And you guys have a show in New York City. That's why we actually drove there. And we dropped you guys off in New York City because we're not too far from New Jersey and we have a whole day off. We can do it. We drop you guys off. We go We go the next day to the venue. We get there nice and early. And you guys have to meet us there. And Meanwhile, you guys are running fucking late. The whole band. Because you're playing for another artist and you guys are playing late. You guys are running late. So you're driving to the venue. As you pull up, one of the members of round two crew is getting in a fight with another person. Like a kitchen employee. <laughs> Also, keep in mind, we're playing at another fucking restaurant. We're playing at a restaurant. This is literal. So the other one was like borderline a venue, but definitely a restaurant. This one is literally a restaurant. This is There's no venue. There's no venue attached to this. This is actually a restaurant. Yeah, like the first one is the Hard Rock Cafe. And it's yeah. like, this is a restaurant, but there's a little stage. This one was like, there's a block of wood, and then there's the <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. So... We're playing the restaurant and uh, <laughs> you guys get there just in time to set up like, and also the drummer of the headline group forgets his drums. Yeah. He so- didn't bring the one thing that he <laughs> needs to do his job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's like, so that's the crazy part about this too, is that, we were we were playing with the, with a different artist and um and the timing of everything was going to be like was going to be really difficult to make work like and the only way I, not the only way but one of the ways it was going to work is the other drummer brings if you use the headliner drums right the other drummer brings his drums I don't have to worry about packing mine up I can deal with that later we can just zip over to the gig I'm so we're at the gig with the other artist. I get a call from you and you say, so guess what? So-and-so forgot his drums. That's like, like, wow, that's amazing. Like, where are you? Like, all right, where am I driving to? A gig. You might what have laughed. I guarantee you I did. Like, what an insane thing to do. Like, I'm driving to a gig. What are the things I need? Well, pr- <laughs> <laughs> like at the bare minimum, my instrument. Probably some drums, dude. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> so that just like really stressed everything out more because then I had to pack up all my stuff, put it into a car, zip over, and then like unpack, which was, you know, all that just as extra time. And as you were saying, as we pull up to the venue and I'm we're panicked because we gotta set up drums and everything to get ready for the show. One of the members of the other band is literally about to fist fight a kitchen employee, like in the middle of the load in area, which, by the way, the load in area is the back entrance to the kitchen. <laughs> so it's just I <laughs> dude. it was just like through the kitchen. Yeah, just it was just chaos. It was just so insane. Dog, um, it was out of a, like Goodfellas. It was yeah. It was just so. It was just so crazy. Um, there's another. Yeah, so we played the show. It's it's good. It's it's fine. It's actually like a, a a great crowd. You know, of course, it's only thirty people or whatever, but it's fine. It's like a, they're like happy to be there. They're well, yeah, but plus along. plus like the other vendors. You know, the people that were just <laughs> eating the dinner. fucking families that are like, yeah, I have school tomorrow. <laughs> I have to go to the fucking dentist tomorrow <laughs> and this fucking guy with 
a, a leopard print hoodie <laughs> is singing about how his girlfriend's hot. <laughs> this was in New Jersey, too. So I feel like that kind of behavior was possible. Not far off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually stole. This is where my mug collection started. Oh, for all my OG fans, I collect mugs from everywhere across the U.S. Usually, the Starbucks, like you know, Oklahoma, New right. Orleans, like the those ones. But I collect mugs of all kinds, and this is where I stole a Crosswoods, New Jersey, yep, restaurant mug, and I still have it. And this is where the the obsession started. Um, cause I was like, this is really cool. But, and then I, then I was like, I can't steal anymore. I gotta start buying shit. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another mm. uh, another really solid part of this night, um, which again involves Alex Mason. But um, so Alex Mason at at this time with the in at this time in the crew, one of his main responsibilities was the van. He did a lot of the driving. He needed to park it you know if there was a weird if there was like a weird parking situation so we get done with the show or you know it's just been a hectic day really long day we're like kind of stoked to go back to the hotel and just go to bed alex uh we're in the van we're driving alex has just forgotten to get gas like 100 percent, and like so we're at dead empty like 10 miles oh my god this is the same night yeah this is the same night and we drove i can't believe we made it as far as we did but we drove for all and we're in like the middle of nowhere new jersey so we like drove for a long time trying to find because there's no gas stations open because we're in like you said the middle of new jersey there's just forests and christian towns (laughs) where the gas station closes at 10 p.m and we're cruising at 1 a.m that's exactly what it was and I always loved Alex for that, for those kind of situations, because when we were in that situation, he was like, oh, man, we're out of gas. And I feel like you or maybe Jordan or someone was like, Alex, why didn't like, why didn't you get gas? Like, that's what you need to do. And he was like, well, I, just, I, just, I just didn't know that was I didn't know. I didn't know that it was always just like, Alex, your responsibility <laughs> is the van. Like, what are you missing? Your responsibility here? is to get gas yeah. for the van. Which yeah, there there's another a couple other I feel like there's a couple other Van Alex stories, but maybe we'll save that for a hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I feel like we should save it for when we do have Alex on, which will be oh probably, yeah, like we could get him on whenever. But yeah, and then that's the end of the tour. I go home, um, and that same that same year, I we we go on tour with Wes Stromberg from Emblem Three. And it was also just like, you know, small venues, not a lot of people play the subterranean again, (laughs) but, but it was fun. It was like fun to be in front of people. And this was like our grindy days. And, um, I remember one of my favorite shows on there was when we played in Charlotte, North Carolina. We should go through this tour as well, uh, on the next tour stories episode, but 
No, that that one has a lot of good stories too. But yeah, we should save that. We we I just want to mention we played in Charlotte, North Carolina at this show at the venue called the Evening Muse. The owner of the Evening Muse was this guy named Rip. That's <laughs> and right. yeah. he was fucking amazing. I love this dude. I still text him sometimes. Do you really? It's wild. Yeah, years later, five years later, I still text him. And this show, I remember there was 45 tickets sold, and it was the smallest show in this West tour. And I was like, oh man, this is gonna be like lame. This is gonna be like those tours I've been on. It was one of the most loud, rambunctious shows I've been to, and there's 45 people there. I remember that. That venue was cool, actually. Yeah. And it's that, amazing, dude. There's like yeah. a brick backdrop, and like, yeah. It, it, he, Rip kept bringing us fear, uh, free beer. Yeah. And he picked us up fat, which was great. I was like, oh, like, do, how do I pay you? He was like, you don't gotta fucking pay me. It's free. He was awesome. I got to text him, actually. I haven't that saved is, my phone as Rip Evening Muse. <laughs> great venue. Oh, great venue. Um, we should still... get into that tour next time. Oh yeah, I like this. I I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't I didn't think I didn't think this is where it's going to go. But I actually really dig this. We should do this for like all of them. Um, Literally, yeah. because we have so many random ass like weekend to weird tours. And oh yeah, honestly, I we we do get a lot of DMs from people on Wins Lunch um, that that talk about they want to hear more stuff about tour and stuff. And, you know, it could be because they want to like re you know, not be in pandemic times and want to live. Sure. The tour life. But also I think it's fun to hear about these trappy ass stories that we have of, I personally love it because I, I love, I love reliving and thinking about the grind and, and all that. So it's, it's an amazing time. You know, it's, <clears throat> oh, it's yeah. an amazing time to look back to. And also like, I feel like we, we're still grinding. Like even on the headline tour went on, like, no, for sure. I I don't think we'll be comfortable for a while. (laughs) I don't think we'll be on like a tour bus and be like, Oh, we got to sleep for two days. Then the next show for a while. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I I think, I mean, and and I love it. I I don't want anything other than that. I was going to say, that's one of the beautiful things about art and music is that really the grind, the grind never stops, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no but for real though i mean like i don't i don't i think if you asked bruno mars like i don't think he would say like you know i'm not like i don't think he's com- like he is comfortable but i think he still works hard you know and no like, motherfucker is comfortable as hell well, he's got I, like a gold-plated <laughs> bed on his tour bus he doesn't even tour bus he flies everywhere probably i think he just yeah he just floats to the next gig somehow. he flies his own plane <laughs> yeah, exactly. i'm gonna fly this 747 all the way to albuquerque man that's everything. Yeah, I believe that honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I was saying, just put me full of lighter I fluid and just handle <laughs> wax in my veins, care. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so anyway, I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> Yes. I just wrapped on my TV show. I'm done. I'm done filming. Yeah. How do you Can't feel? Can't share literally any details, but I feel fantastic. I'm going to hang here for a week. I'm going to hang here for a week. I'm going to. Well, yeah. I mean, why not? Literally, like, when, when do I get the chance to stay for free in Hawaii randomly? Yeah. I'm going to go hike. I'm going to go swim. I'm nice. going to go ATV on the Jurassic Park terrain. I'm Are you really? Are you actually doing that? Oh, yeah. dude, that's amazing. I'm jealous. 
it's crazy the 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 power of a brand deal, the power of DMing. I just DM'd and said, "Hey man, the whole cast and I would love to uh to experience this this uh you know, fucking ATV." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, social currency. Wild. But yeah, I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited to ride. That's amazing. I've never driven an ATV, so a little nervous. Me either. So I can't give you any pointers. I'm sure it's like the same as riding a jet ski or whatever, like in some regard. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a gas and a brake, you know, so. The same kind of thing. (laughs) I'm going to cruise all over these like fucking like dinosaur mountains and like valleys through the grass on the ATV. And I'm I'm so excited. Have you, are you going to try surfing or no? I haven't tried here yet. I, I've actually I surfed a wave one time. I stood on I stood on get surfboard up? for three seconds. One, wow. two, three, and fell down. Yeah. But I was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Um, I haven't surfed here yet, but I feel like I just need to take a surfboard and go out in the water because I'm in Hawaii. Yeah. I mean you gotta at least you gotta at least say you did it. Like even if you don't ride any waves, you know, you gotta at least sit on it. You know, it's boogie board, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the go. waves here are big, man. Yeah, I believe it. That's probably honestly scary. They're like, there's some like pipeline waves, and I'm like, fuck, man. If I even swam in that, I'll be knocked out and dead. I mean, people actually do die in that too. So that's cr- it is no crazy. Joke. I'm just blessed to be here, even though I'm wrapped, and I'm just gonna hang that's out, amazing, live yeah. some life. You know, just be be a Hawaii, Hawaii. Hawaii well, that's Spencer how they say it, for, right? I forgot about that. Yeah, be Hawaii Spencer for a few days before I head back to LA and write my new single. It's coming coming out on. <laughs> Not gonna tell you. Got him. I I do have some crazy shit coming though, dude. I have some crazy shit coming. Some so like, like I said in the last episode, some fat fucking features. Some oh, also. Want to add shout out to everyone showing me huge love on TikTok. Mm. Nuts. Gained over like 35,000 followers in the last two days. Shouts to you guys for for checking out music, checking out my singing. It's it's just a a joy to sing some of my favorite songs for you guys. And it's just it's a lot of fun. I just want to add what more could you want? You get to do what you love and people love you doing what you love. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I'm off three Dezos. Hey. So I'm feeling a little bit wavy. Hey. I'm going to go to dinner with one of my castmates tonight. Nice. Nice. Yep. All right, brother. Well, give me one. Give me one word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, one word to describe today is wavy. Ooh. I'm okay. standing on my balcony. I look out. I didn't go swimming today, but I see the waves. And I'm like, that shit. <laughs> no but honestly all day has just been wavy it's just been chill and like i've been getting some stuff done but also just like enjoying life and like talking to my family and and just taking and being in hawaii hell yeah what about you what's your one word baby ah it's such a basic one but i'm gonna go with productive just had a i've had a actually a really productive two days um and i'm doing just, some shit yeah i've just been feeling good about it i've been trying to trying to get some balls rolling you know where they need to be rolling get your balls rolling dude try to put a you know put the square peg in the square holes as opposed to the round ones you know dude, you gotta put the square peg in the square pole in the square <laughs> hole whenever the square <laughs> hole 
is empty shows itself yeah right that's it. there you go dude that's yeah. some metaphorical shit right there but it's got take itself. your square peg and fill the square hole when the square hole shows itself and only when it shows itself oh shit and only <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll freaking put that square peg right into this left arm vein gear. Put the fucking gravy in my veins, gear. <laughs> Can you imagine if you injected gravy in yourself? That'd be insane. Be, you'd feel horrible. <laughs> Yo, thanks thanks for drinking Dezo. Go to thefutureofdrinking.com, sign up. You can get free Dezo. Yeah, it must be 21 plus. Obviously, don't be don't be illegal. It's amazing. We drink it all the time. We're off the desert right now. Shout out to you guys for listening. We love you. Thanks for making us money. Thanks for being fans. (laughs) Amen. Uh, Thanks for making us enough money to buy a new podcast gear. We do love you so much. What do you got to say to the fans, Matheson? I only got one question for him and for you. Do I answer? Yes. Do I dare? <laughs> okay, I dare. I dare. I dare. Take your wins lunch. You tell us, dear. <laughs> wins lunch. Wins lunch. Wins lunch. Wins lunch. Oh no.